Welcome to another edition of the Gold Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is April 25th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, first and foremost, the coronavirus rant. Uh, I really don't have anything new to say about it. Um, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really watched the news. Uh, Atlanta or Georgia opened up yesterday, supposedly. Um, I don't know what to say, bro. Um, it's just crazy that that um that the state of Georgia would actually even consider um opening up given the uh situation surrounding that state and They're already saying that Atlanta death toll may hit a thousand this weekend. So it's just crazy, man. Um. I'm just trying to think. Um, I would say some of the things that I'm doing, but I don't want anybody to take my advice and say it's my fault. But, you know, I just think it's hilarious that Trump was saying, do UV, <laughs> the UV rays thing and injecting bleach or disinfectant. Like, <laughs> like what in the world? I just couldn't believe my ears and then just some of the memes that you see on Facebook are just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> people people uh putting frosting on on uh the 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 toilet bowl tablets that you put in your toilet bowl tank. Hilarious, man. I just can't believe that a president of the United States will get on national TV and say that. Well, I mean, we all know who controls the president, but still, <laughs> I mean, it's just hilarious to me, man. I just, but I have to give the, the citizens of this country a lot of credit because I, I don't have a lot of faith in humanity. And I just thought, hey, it, it would be fucking walking dead by now. We'd be killing each other. So I really have to give the people of this country credit for holding it together as long as they have. Um, so um, that's it for the coronavirus rant. Um, next segment is entitled NFL Draft Thoughts. Uh, Cam Akers got drafted. So these next two segments basically tie into each other. And he went to a offensive guru. With the L.A. Rams. Um, I forget their head coach's name. But I don't think he could have landed in a better spot, man. 
I think it's set up for him to basically start if this season is played. I, I'm trying to think who the Rams running back is. Gurley is gone. Okay, and Cam Akers is a multi-dimensional running back. I mean, he couldn't have landed in a better spot. You know, um, it's 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 crazy that he's gonna have to play against my boys twice a year now. So I get to see him. So that's the good part. I mean, that's the bad part. Um, so you know, I just hope he. I hope the season is played. I hope he goes out there and he tears it up, man. Um, congrats to him. Um, all his hard work paid off. I felt I felt like he's a first round talent, but you know, now you just gotta go out and just, you know, prove to every team that that you were you are a first round talent, and they passed on you, and you gotta make them pay. Um, then, uh, like I said on a previous episode, my Car- or not my Carolina Panthers, but my hometown team, the Carolina Panthers, passed. On to me, the best talent in the draft, which is Isaiah Simmons. Okay, you got a guy that can play at all three levels of a defense. You've never seen a player like that ever. Okay, 6'3", 240, runs a 4'3", 6". Okay, he can play play tight ends, wide receivers. He's a good tackler. He can come off the edge. I mean, he can do it all, man. And that's the kind of player that the Panthers needed. But they draft this defensive tackle out of Auburn. I, I didn't. I just didn't get it. So this guy, like I said in the previous episode, he might be the second coming of Warren Sapp. But when he was at Auburn, I didn't. Nothing really impressed me about him. And I watched a couple of Auburn games. I wasn't impressed. But... I guess that's why Matt Rule gets paid $8 million a year, and I don't. Because, obviously, he sees something that I don't see. So, like I always say, we'll see what happens. Um, You know, these are the money rounds in the draft. I never give anybody credit for the first and the second round because those are just obvious. You know, I could go in there and pick players. In the first and second round. Rounds three through seven, that's where you make your money at as a GM, a scout, a head coach. This is where you make your money. And um, we, um, in particular, my 49ers, I'm trying to see. Yeah, Stanford Samuels ain't got a drafted yet. And like I said, he's going to go undrafted. Should have stayed at Florida State. So... That's what he's got going for him. He's 6'2", 190. Um, I could see him like in Seattle. I could see him in that cover three scheme because he's a big corner. But 
He hasn't gotten drafted yet, so. I mean, his 40 time, when it, I mean, basically, as a cornerback, it all comes down to your 40 time. And he didn't run a good 40, so now it's basically, you know, can he fit? I mean, he'd be a good fit with the 49ers. They run that cover two scheme. I mean, that cover three scheme. So, I think where they messed up was was they tried to put him in man-to-man situations, and he often got burnt. Uh, so, we'll see what happens, man. Um, so, that was basically two segments right there. That was any Florida State players drafted and... NFL draft thoughts so that was basically two segments combined into one so my fourth segment is going to be who are the leaders of this team Florida State that is and uh you know you definitely got to say Marvin Wilson Tamori and Terry um I think you can throw Joshua Kando in there Maybe DJ Matthews, Kalen LeBourne. Um Emmett Rice, Jaden Lars would be. I mean, you got a couple of different leaders on this team, man. And uh, you know, name recognition um alone doesn't make you a leader. You have to go out there and demonstrate and uh set the example. And You know, I'm just hoping and praying that this season is played, man, because, like, football is just so, it's like therapy, man. It's just something to look, it's like the reward at the end of the week. You know, you work, you do a long work week, and then Saturday you just want to chill and watch a game, and that's it, and be happy about something. Football gives you something to be happy about, (laughs) you know, and it's not a lot that um you know on tv that is that gives you um a lot to be happy about um so um hopefully the leaders of this team can get the uh other players on the team to play at a high level for 60 minutes every game that's I mean like I've said many many times that's the goal for Norvell in year one so um that's gonna do it for that segment next segment is entitled no more BS Florida State and I know that we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're not able to train and install offense defense special teams right now but when and if it comes a time that we can get back to some sense of normalcy in life and in sports and we can get our team back out there on the field and practice at a high level prepare at a high level and ultimately play at a high level you know it's got to happen it's 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 just got to happen man you know, for the last three years, four years, we've sucked. I'll say three years because 
2016, we won 10 games. We went to the Orange Bowl. <clears throat> Excuse me. But from 2017 up until now, we've sucked the last three seasons, man. And we got to get back on track. Um, and I just think what you do in practice, what you do away from the uh, games, it, and it's ultimately going to affect how you prepare during the game or ultimately affect how you play in games. And uh, Coach Norvell has to change the mindset. He has to change the culture of this team to to that end that we're not going to tolerate any BS. Okay, you don't want to come to practice. You don't want to go hard every single second of practice. You don't want to prepare and know your assignments. You don't want to... Uh, you know, do what needs to be done to win games, you got to go. I mean, there's just no other alternative. Winning is the only thing that matters. There's no other way to put it. Okay? Um, you, you, The education, whatever. You know, I, I would never get mad when a player takes a $100 handshake or a $500 handshake. Okay, you're providing services to the university and you should be compensated for your services. But, however, that's assuming that you're putting in 100%. If you're just coming to Florida State to half-ass it, I don't think you should get nothing. You get in, you get back what you put in. You know, somebody like Cam Akers, Marvin Wilson, hey man, whatever you got to do for them. Because... Cam Akers, he comes out there, he gives it, he gave it his all for this university for three years, for this football team for three years. He gave it his all. Marvin Wilson gave it his gave it his all. Tamori and Terry. And and that's the level that we need to get to. So I don't know what else to say. Um, you know, the fans, as fans. If we're not happy with the product, don't support the product. Then, you know, you got Willie Taggart out of there. I think the university kind of sandbagged him a little bit, but, you know, he had his one year to prove that he could get this thing turned around, and he sucked. Let's call it what it is. But even in that first year, they sandbagged him. You know, it's, it's, two, it's two ends to this. So... Just no more BS, Florida State. You got a good coach, what everybody thinks is a good coach, and we'll wait and see what happens. So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all, it's available on all podcast platforms. Be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Um, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it all your support and as always go nose